Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Adam Hawkins. Each episode, I share a small batch of software engineering theory and best practices. If you enjoy this podcast, then please subscribe and share it with your friends and colleagues. This episode continues our discussion on the three ways of DevOps. The previous episodes introduced DevOps in quote the three ways and flow the first way. This episode covers the second way of DevOps, feedback. DevOps works by establishing ways of working that feedback into each other. The first way establishes fast flow from development to production, or in other words, high velocity. Organizations can't stop there, though. Imagine yourself driving a car, but there's one catch. There's no speedometer, fuel gauge, or any other indicator. Now, in this scenario, you could accelerate up to a point, but eventually you need to know how fast you're driving so you know whether to speed up or slow down. Also, you need to know how much fuel is left so you can decide whether to stop or continue on. This is the principle of feedback in action. We need telemetry about our ongoing actions to inform subsequent decisions. Driving a car reliably without a gas gauge would be pretty hard. The same idea also applies to software. Production systems provide a wealth of information about them. Let's call this information telemetry. Telemetry may be time series data, alerts, or logs. Virtually, it's any data that provides insight into operational conditions. Once teams have telemetry, then they can use it as the basis for subsequent development. This practice usually takes two forms, either using telemetry to automatically detect air conditions and page an engineer, or as some input for maintenance work. Here's an example of each. Automated monitoring detects a critical job hasn't run for 48 hours, then pages an engineer. Engineer observes telemetry to detect increased memory, then decide to allocate more memory in order to prevent future out-of-memory errors before they happen. Both these examples are technical. Teams tend to focus on these areas, but they need to aim much higher. The principle of feedback must be applied to all layers in the value stream, so that means business too. Good businesses track their success metrics. These metrics are likely enumerated in a huge spreadsheet. They're numbers like new user signups or monthly recurring revenue or minutes watched. Management deeply cares about this telemetry since it's driving short, medium, and long-term planning, also like related to cash flow and investment planning. Plus, this telemetry has something that technical telemetry does not. It's simply easier to understand. That makes it a great rallying point for people across the organization. Let's face it. It's just harder to rally an entire business behind the idea of dropping the front-end to back-end latency compared to just boosting signups. Trust me, I've tried. There's another important point here. Something may only be improved if it's measurable. This is where DevOps overlaps with the Lean philosophy. Now, I'd like to do a future episode on Lean because it's so powerful and it fits nicely alongside the second and third way of DevOps. For now, let's focus on Lean and its relation to the second way of DevOps. Lean proposes thinking about business as a series of hypotheses validated by real-world experience. A common example is first putting up a landing page for a non-functional product, then seeing if the landing page converts any users. If the page converts users, then great, there is interest so it's worth subsequent experiments to further validate the idea. On the other hand, if the page does not convert, then just try something else then repeat that process as many times as necessary. This example demonstrates the principle of feedback in action. In this example, the team is measuring the conversion rate 
then plotting a course according to that empirical data. I cannot overemphasize the importance of empirical data. If we are not using empirical data, then we're simply guessing, and that's dangerous. Now, here's one of my favorite passages from the DevOps Handbook that demonstrates just how dangerous that can be. The outcomes of A-B tests are often startling. Ronnie Kohavi, Distinguished Engineer and General Manager of the Analysis and Experimentation Group at Microsoft, observed that after, quote, evaluating well-designed and executed experiments that were designed to improve a key metric, only about one-third were successful at improving the key metric, unquote. In other words, two-thirds of features either had negligible impact or actually made things worse. Gohavi goes on to note that all these features were originally thought to be reasonable, good ideas, further elevating the need for user testing over intuition and expert opinions. Whoa, that's scary, right? So Microsoft only had one-third success rate for well-designed experiments. Now imagine their luck if they were shooting from the hip. Make it even scarier, I'm guessing, you and your organization don't have the same resources at Microsoft. So I wonder how well you're doing if you're just guessing. As scary as it seems, this is a great rallying point for their principle of feedback. Their principle of feedback calls for establishing automated telemetry across all phases of the value stream, from planning, development, and into production, so that teams can monitor the health across the value stream, then ultimately their progress towards business objectives. In other words, if teams have telemetry about their current course, then they're able to, and hopefully more likely to, take a step back and see if things are moving in the right direction. This is a good stopping point because we can pick up this conversation again in the next episode on the third way of DevOps. Head over to the podcast website smallbatches.dev for a transcript and show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, then please tweet it and share it with your friends and colleagues. Until the next one, good luck out there and happy shipping. Want to learn more about DevOps but don't have time for books? Then sign up for my free email course at freedevopscourse.com. The course details the three ways in depth along with continuous delivery, trunk-based development, and much more over the course of nine days. Sign up now at freedevopscourse.com.